0: Welcome to The Gift Podcast, weekly conversations on global travel trendlines. Starwood Hotels and Resorts has been making news for a year as companies battled to acquire it. Fritz van Passion, the company's former CEO, has been watching with interest and some nostalgia throughout the process, which ended when Marriott finally closed the deal in September. Fritz left Starwood early last year, and he's now an investor, advisor, and author of a book called The Disruptor's Feast. He spoke recently at the Skift Global Forum and joined us backstage in the Skift Take studio to talk about his reaction to Marriott's acquisition of Starwood, whether a 30-hotel brand portfolio makes sense, and what kind of disruption hotels should be worrying about. Fritz spoke to me, editor and podcast host, Hannah Sampson. This mini-episode is one of several conversations we're bringing you from backstage at the Skift Global Forum. The Skift Take Studio series is presented by MasterCard, a payments technology company that is enabling loyalty, security, and data solutions for the global travel industry. I think the topic of your discussion just now was uh, about not getting devoured. Is that right? Um, What's the secret and why is that necessarily such a bad thing? potentially getting devoured.
1: The issue today with disruption and being devoured by disruptors, I think, is only becoming more and more relevant. The pace of change is accelerating. Businesses that had safe, strong business models yesterday are in danger today. And and the challenge is, I think, so many executives, so many companies are in denial about what the threats are to their basic business model. So, the notion here is how to recognize disruption, how, in effect, to be your own disruptor, and how to make sure that you have barriers to entry that can withstand new types of competitors.
0: Who, who do you think is most vulnerable to disruption right now? And, I mean, we can keep it to the travel industry since that's what Skift is about. Um, but, but who do you think needs to take this? Who needs to read your book really badly?
1: Well, I think the fact of the matter is that there isn't a business or an industry or a job that isn't going to be somehow changed by technology in the next few years. So anybody who thinks they're safe today had better think again. So everybody should read the book. And, and the reality is that disruption has come to industries that we never thought it would before. So if you look at education, if you look at the hotel business, I mean, these are these are industries that have been around forever and they haven't really changed. Now they're fundamentally needing to rethink how they deliver personalized service to people, how they understand what each individual wants at a given point in time, and making sure that the organizations are trained to be able to respond to that information.
0: We didn't mention earlier that you are the former CEO of Starwood, but um, you know, obviously that's relevant to a lot of what we're talking about. How much time did you worry about disruption and um, Airbnb and other alternative accommodations when you were in that role? And do you think that your, um, or that other CEOs of hotel companies and other executives are worrying enough about that?
1: So when I was at Starwood, I was especially concerned about the rise of the OTAs. And the fact of the matter is, if you look at what hotel owners want, they want to have their rooms filled at the lowest cost. And if OTAs could do that better than we could, then the business model was in danger. In the same way, what I was looking at with Airbnb is the fact that now suddenly, for the first time in the history of lodging, Supply of rooms is elastic in the short term, so when demand is rising, it's much easier for other units of, of of production, or in this case, capacity, to come in and change the way pricing works in the industry. So both of those, I think, are extraordinarily important to understand as hotel companies. They don't have to be. Um, they don't have to devour the hotel companies. But they certainly will have an effect on the way those companies need to operate, what people's expectations are, and what they need to do to continue to keep the loyalty within their own systems.
0: Um, was there any part of you that felt a little sadness when the final Marriott acquisition, or when they cleared that final hurdle and said, it's moving forward, uh, of Starwood was announced? Do you, are, you, are you sad to see that brand go away?
1: It's hard not to feel uh, nostalgic and sad to see a company that so many people worked so hard for so many years to build, to be changed, and really now to be absorbed by somebody else. Now, having said that, I'm not going to say that I think that consolidation should not have happened. It could have happened at a better time for Starwood. It might have happened in a different way. But it is sad to see an organization that I think was so special in a lot of different ways uh, no longer exist. How could you not feel sad about that?
0: Yeah. Uh, Arnie Sorensen, the CEO of Marriott, yesterday said all of the brands are staying. Um, you know, He didn't say forever you know, forever in a day all of the brands will stay, stick around. But um, does that, I don't know, do you, think that's a good, do you think that's a good decision? Do you think that there are brands within either of those portfolios that um, probably need to be disrupted and maybe absorbed somewhere else? I think the challenge will be
1: finding a way for each of those 30 brands to stay distinctive and compelling in the marketplace. And I know from the standpoint of Starwood, with the exception maybe of Sheraton, none of the brands were really at global scale. None of them were as big as some of their competing brands um, in their segments. And so, you know, the challenge will be keeping those brands distinct and compelling and at the same time having them grow and gain scale so that there's a loyal following to each individual brand. It's a big challenge, Marriott's a great company. They know what they're doing. I have a lot of confidence in Arnie, so you know I'm betting on he'll figure it out.
0: now that you're not in the middle of the day to day running a massive hotel company, are there things that you can see from from your current perspective with the benefit of history um, that are really surprising to you about what the industry is doing today or um, changes that you think are inevitable and coming, I don't know, just just not, not being in the thick of it, um, how do you look at the, whole in- the hotel industry and where it is today?
1: You know, the reality is for all of the innovation and change that's been in the hospitality industry and travel in general, if you look at travel in the 21st century, it's still inconvenient, anonymous, and uncertain, right? We still have all kinds of pain points throughout the travel process. Um, people don 't know who you are and what you want uh, it 's very hard to get relevant information about people who are like you i don 't think yet the industry has solved the puzzle really to say here 's a cohort of people you may not know but they 're like you and using that cohort of strangers to help you identify whether there 's something you would like or like differently and and so you know I, I see that as more of a glass half empty than a glass or a glass half full kind of opportunity there 's so much that how hospitality and the travel business can still do to make travel feel seamless and pleasant and have you know ahead of time what you're getting that's an opportunity so it's it's something the industry i think is missing today but it's something that will be solved over time and those who provide those solutions i think will be uh, extraordinarily well rewarded
0: we're all about defining the future of travel here at skift is that what you would say is the real future of travel especially for hospitality solving those issues you just brought up? And do you have any thoughts about who is really well positioned um, to tackle those? Well,
1: I think, yeah, I think the future of travel is all about personalization and making sure that not only do I know you and know what you want, but I know what people like you want. And I know what people under these circumstances have liked before. And I can solve a problem before you realize it's even an issue. And, you know, the, the combination, I think, of AI and some of the things that Google are doing and machine learning to be able to incorporate those things will be a big piece of it. But the crux of it, I think, ultimately will be how you make that information available to human beings providing service for other human beings because as much as there are things that we can automate about the travel and the hospitality experience, hospitality at the end of the day independent of whatever technology does, hospitality is always going to be about people serving people, people making people feel special and recognized and glad to be where they are. And I think that's the, that's the real threat, is the human aspect coupled with the technology in a way that, that today hasn't really been delivered.
0: Very good, Fritz. thank you so much. It's
1: a pleasure.